Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Time for Ben's story of the day. Ben, who looks a little bit like a member of the Grateful Dead today. A little bit. He's got the tie-dye shirt. He's got the beard going. He's got the backwards hat. He's, you know, he could be Jerry Garcia 60 years ago without the guitar. Uh, Ben's story of the day. Ben's back at the office, by the way. Ben's keeping us on the air doing all the heavy lifting. I'm going to give Ben three stories from around this planet. And then Ben will decide which one is his story of the day, however he chooses to make that call. Today is going to be using Scarlet Begonias because it's a Grateful Dead song. And I'm feeling... I'm feeling enlightened. There you go. And two of these are going to sound somewhat familiar. They're almost like follow-up Ben's story of the day offerings because we've had similar kinds of stories to them before, but these ones have a bit of a twist. So probably a month ago, we talked about a woman who was about to bury her mother, or no, was about to cremate her mother who had passed away and they discovered the mother was still alive horrifying like truly horrifying for both parties i imagine for everybody yeah for everybody involved you don't want to be the daughter who flames your mother while she's alive and you sure don't want to be the mother who's still alive and is just unconscious or something and they discover oh she's got a pulse let's figure this out but i thought one in a one in a billion one in a trillion never happen again yeah a month later in india a 27 year old guy who died in a car crash was lying on the autopsy table about to be opened up to find out what happened and they discovered a pulse. He was alive. Man. How often is this happening that we don't know about? Like nightmares for everybody, I understand. Sorry about that. But how often is this happening that non-dead people are being thrust into dead situations? Do you think that's something they teach you when you're about to go into school of, yeah, so there's like a... 8% chance that the person's still alive, but you know. It better not be 8%. (laughs) Holy cow. It better be like 0.000008. If 8% of all dead people are not dead, think of the number of people who are banging on their caskets in the ground. Man, that would be... How scary would that be? Horrifying. You're walking. It would be scary again for everybody. Imagine you're walking through a graveyard and you (laughs) just start hearing thud, thud, thud. There are problems with that story so deep that we don't have time to get into it now and nightmares for years for people. Anyway, there's story number one. Story number two, was it yesterday or the day before we talked about the two guys in the Chicago suburbs who were ice fishing and their chunk of ice broke off and they started floating away down the river and they had to be rescued by something like 22 firefighters because they were going to drift away. That was yesterday. All right. Well, today, two men in Australia decided to go drinking on an inflatable mattress. Um, But the wind picked up, and before they knew it, these two probably well-lubricated Aussies found themselves two and a half miles out to sea in the Indian Ocean. Um, They they were on their inflatable with a a full case of beer. (laughs) At least they had that going for them. They were prepared. They were prepared. Um, they had only intended to go out 50 meters, but they ended up two and a half miles out to sea. (laughs) Uh, you know, I don't know. It doesn't suggest that they had a cell phone with them. Cause why would you, you're on an inflatable and you're not going very far. The cell phone was probably back on the beach. Anyway, they ended up fine at a good old time 
and they kept their beer cold, I guess. So that's where I could never do open water fishing in a small vessel. I want to have a big boat or a ship that yeah. way. There's no way I can get pulled out to sea by anything. Well, not only that, but I saw a video a little while back of a guy who was fishing a few hundred meters off the coast of South Africa or something, and he started being tracked and attacked by a hammerhead shark that he had to keep beating away from his kayak with a paddle. No. That's all that kept him from being eaten was the guy kept hitting the shark as it kept attacking his kayak. Think how easy it is to tip a kayak. I saw a anyway. video where a whale came up and ended up, it yes. went from underneath and... Yes, I saw that one in Vancouver area or Seattle or something. No, thank you. Story number three comes from New Zealand. Now, if being autopsied while you may still be alive is terrifying and drifting out to sea, two and a half miles out to sea is terrifying, we haven't even started yet because researchers, scientists in New Zealand have discovered a new species of shark that glow in the dark. Awesome. Now, wait a second. Awesome, perhaps, until you're out on a boat in the middle of the evening somewhere, and all of a sudden underneath you there is a phosphoric glowing creature coming up from the depths. I'm sorry. I don't care how good your bladder control is. You're wetting your pants. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of hard to argue that you're going to keep your cool while glowing things are coming towards you from beneath the water. Yes. That's not exactly a good sentence. This is a whole new Jaws franchise ready to be made. The -the glow-in-the-dark shark franchise. This and what was uh, Sharknado. Combine the two. Glow-in-the-dark Sharknado. And you've got a series of three or four movies at your disposal ready to go almost. And a whole line of toys. Hadn't thought of that, but yes, you're right. It could be very lucrative. The one thing I will say, I'd rather be able to see the shark coming at me than just all of a sudden, bang, shark attack. Actually, you know what? Very good point too. Maybe you've undone all the terrifyingness of this and made it into, this is what all sharks should be. We should douse them in -in glow-in-the-dark material so we can see them coming. Uh, You know what? I retract this as a terrifying thing. This is a great scientific advancement. Although, (laughs) uh, that being said... It doesn't apply to all aquatic things. Imagine squids that are just coming around and then they just open up into more lights. No, now that you've said it, I like all things under the water to be able to be seen so I know when they're coming. Oh. Uh, that you, you, anyway, let, we can dump that one because now it's down to two because that one is, is <laughs> no longer fearful. Would you? Is the story of the day today the 27-year-old guy in India who was dead but wasn't and was about to be autopsied or... Is it the Australian guys who drifted accidentally out to sea on a floaty with a case of beer and were rescued two and a half miles out? I love the idea of floating out with beer. Why? It's the emergency beer. This wasn't intended to be had. It was the emergency beer. At least that's what I believe. You know, you wouldn't have to go far to drain yourself if you fill up on it. It's true. Just roll over. (laughs) (laughs) Just the opposite way from the other guy on the mattress, for the record. Hopefully. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Radley Show weeknights from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.